The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A man named Jacob, he's sleeping in bed one night, and he gets that phone call that any parent would dread. Three o'clock in the morning, he gets a phone call. There was an accident, and his son was in the accident. His 19-year-old son, Jonathan, was in the accident. He looks at the clock, it's 3.12 in the morning. He gets up, he barely even got his bearings. He doesn't know where he is, what he's at, his pajamas. He wakes up his wife, and he tells his wife, we have to go to the hospital. Go to Lenox Hill Hospital. Our son is in the hospital. Jacob gets his wife. They're going to the hospital. It's a 25-minute drive. They don't, can't believe it. Their son, he's 19 years old. He was in an accident. They don't know what's up. His wife is distraught. He says, everything will be fine. Everything will be all right. He knows. He has no idea. She's in bad shape, the son. They get to the hospital. And sure enough, his son is laying there. He's, very, he's in critical condition. The doctor says the next 24 hours are critical. The father, they wait the 24 hours, and he's still he's in a coma. There's bleeding, and his internal bleeding. Things are terrible. His wife can't handle it anymore. His wife goes home. She can't handle it. And the father, Jacob, says, no, our son is going to be okay. And he's waiting there one day, two days. He says, he's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. And he's waiting there. And he's waiting there two days, three days, two weeks, one week, two weeks, three weeks, two months, three months. His children are overseas. His children are around the country. His children keep calling their father and say, Dad, it's, everyone knows this. It's not going to happen. Just it's time to... Uh, we hate to say it, but it's time to pull the plug. The boy is very sick. The boy, is, he's been sick. He's been in a coma for three months. The doctors have not, nothing good to say. It's time to do it. The father, he can't give up. He can't believe it. It's his son. It can't be. It can't be. It can't be. Until finally he realizes one day he has discussion with the doctors. He realizes there really is no hope. And so they make the decision that they're going to do it. They're going to pull the plug. And so the siblings come in from different parts of the country that day that it's going to that it's going to happen and each brother goes in and he looks at his brother and he gives him a little hug he's lying down the bed 19 year old boy he's unconscious and they come out teary yard one after another they, they come out they're hugging each other and then the mother goes in the mother's distraught she's just crying uncontrollably she can't handle it and she leaves now finally the father's going to go in he's the last one Jacob walks in and he walks in like he's done every day He's been doing it for three months. He hasn't gone to work. Every day he walked into his son's bed. And this day again, he walks into the side of his son's bed. And he sits there with his son and he starts talking to his son, even though his son can't hear a word. And he's just talking to him. He's talking to him. And then he puts his hand in his son's head. And, and he tells his son, he says, Jonathan, he says, everyone, it's done. And it's over. He says, but just squeeze my hand. Everyone, they're about to pull the plug. Just squeeze my hand. Obviously, there's no response. And now the father's finally getting anxious, and he's starting to cry. His tears are coming out, and he's saying, Jonathan, it's, it's over. Just at least give me one squeeze. If you could just give me one squeeze. And again, there's nothing's happening. And finally, the father realizes that, like he knew, like everyone else knows, and everyone's watching him, and they all know that he's just delusional. And he tells the father, he says, Jonathan, he's about to leave, and he starts getting up, and he feels a little tug. And then he says, did that really happen? He says, did you do it? Do it again. And again, he feels a little tug. And then he feels another squeeze. And he keeps hearing, feeling a squeeze, a squeeze again and again. He's so excited. He presses the button, the red button on top of the bed. And he calls the doctor, nurse, come in. My son, he's squeezing. He squeezed my hand. He squeezed my hand. The doctors came in. Two months later, Jacob rolled Jonathan out of the hospital. He was better. 
Borei Olam waits for us. He's our father. He's waiting for us. And he tells me, he says, all year round, we're doing our regular thing, and we do it many times without even thinking. Putting on tefillin in the morning, saying the Amidah, saying Kriyat Shema, mitzvot between ourselves, between each other, between us and Borei Olam, between us and other people. Borei Olam is asking, just squeeze. On Elu, I want to see a pulse. Could you show me that this Aleba Becha, could you show me that the relationship is still here? I'm asking you, please, squeeze my hands. For one month, squeeze my hands. Step one in Elul is build that relationship between us and our Father and Shemaim. Step one for every Jew is like we, we gave four examples today and there are millions and there are hundreds of others. The regular mitzvot that you do, the regular mitzvot that you do, put, make them Aleba Becha, make them be on your heart. All Hashem is asking us, the first thing He's asking us to do in Elul is to squeeze. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.